us everything you want to be. Yin Yang, share with us all of your dreams. Yin and Yang, gotta learn how to fight. Be yourself in this fight. It's alright. Alright, welcome back to Yin, uh, Yin and Yang. Uh, let's see, episode seven, eight, episode nine. Um, hopefully, unless some, unless <laughs> one of these episodes get deleted. Yeah. Uh, how's it How's it going, Dan? It's It's going. That's another day. Just uh, watch the Oscars earlier or last Sunday. Oh and... my gosh, we have to talk about that too. Okay. Yes, um, definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah. And uh, what was I gonna say before we get to that? Uh, you know what? I definitely I want to do a, a episode where we're together eventually in the same room. Um, we have to make that happen. We'll 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 we'll, we'll figure it out though. Okay, I, I think. Well, this Saturday I'm going up to LA just for the day with Jen. Oh, that's like in a couple of days. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we can try to figure out. If, um, if I'm that gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be in Irvine for. Uh, if, okay. if you're in Irvine, you should come check out the tournament. I'm gonna be. I'm going to be at the white belt class, but what's interesting with this tournament is weight and experience is how they, they classify you. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing, okay, it's embarrassing. I've been doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about, on and off for about 10 years, right? But I have accumulated a probably equivalent of two years of experience in those 10 years. Does that make sense? Like I took, because of yeah, my... Yeah. Cause I have psoriasis, so for a long time, because of my cracking skin, I did not do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So, um, so then I took a break, and then, um, yeah, and now I'm getting back into it. I'm really liking it, and it's crazy. Like, I don't know. Uh, tell me if if you've heard of this, but like, I think it might be different energy systems, maybe or something. But when I was roll, when I rolled for the first time in a couple of years, I was, I almost threw up. Like. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I can go into boxing, I can do running, but then I, I did Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for the first time in, like, maybe a couple, like, three years or something like that. And uh, then it was it was pretty crazy. Like, I was so tired, and I was like, Hold, like, what's going on here? I'm just, uh, it's like different energy systems or something. Because um, I could do, I can do boxing, I could do running, but then, yeah. I think it's because you're using all your different muscles and the pulling and pushing and it's it's a different kind of workout anyways um so uh so that's gonna happen this saturday so if you're in yeah but if you're busy don't worry about it um i i'm gonna record i'm gonna have someone record it so yeah yeah well that's pretty cool i mean uh the school you're going to now how long have you been going there um this is my second so i'm with the bjj club at my school so uh so it would be like my second semester there. So, yeah. And they're all undergrads. I'm like, the, I think I'm the only grad student in the club. But uh, no, it's cool. Um, there's a lot, There's people better than me for sure. And uh, it's good to get back into there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, have you ever did, done uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? No, I've never done BJJ. I, I did go to, there's a, a very famous judo school in LA, East LA. It's where the 1984 Judo Olympic team used to train. It's called Tenry, 
and it's at a Buddhist temple, and it's pretty much sink or swim there. It, they have the in my classes that I went to, there was only two color belts or three colors sometimes. It was white or black belt, and there was occasionally a brown belt. There what? were very yeah, there was nothing in between. That's kind of extreme. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And the black belts, you could totally tell they they were they've been there for a while, and a lot of them didn't want to roll with me because I was a white belt. They saw my belt color. They was like, oh yeah, find somebody else. <laughs> and the teaching style is very interesting. It's very sink or swim. They teach you like one technique. They go over falls with you, and then after that, you just have to go roll, and you just that's that's just the way you do it. I never got hurt there. I got more hurt when I went to a different judo school that that tried to teach you more techniques and stuff. And I hurt my back trying to throw like a six foot three guy over my left shoulder, and I'm like right arm dominant. So I tried to do it left side, and it like tweaked my back. And I remember rolling with those guys, and you know one guy DDT'd me <laughs> to the what? mat. What DDT? Yeah. Oh my gosh! So it tweaked my neck and tweaked my back. So. I kind of stopped going to that school, but I should have gone back to the other school, Tenry. It was really inexpensive. It was like three days a week, $30. Yeah. A month? A month. Whoa. That's yeah. that's dirt cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Boxing, if you go to like an old school boxing gym, like you're looking at maybe 50 bucks a month where you just train yourself. You just use the gym. So yeah. like 30 for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, yeah. And wait, how long were you at Tenry or like how I, long? I went there for... I went there for a month and I was like, ah, oh, you know, this is, it was when a period of time when I wasn't working. So I was thinking, I don't have health insurance right now. And if I break something, it's going to be very expensive. So I stopped. Oh, you're right. I need, I need to think about that. I, I just, I just, uh, uh, I'm off the health insurance right now. I'm looking at maybe getting medical or something, but we'll see. So I'll try to keep it safe this Saturday. Yeah. Um, let's see okay brazilian jiu-jitsu it's a dope i think it's a pretty dope martial art i don't know um so in our past episode eddie nawada talked about he it wasn't his uh it's not his jam but i don't know it's good to have in your back pocket i i think um yeah yeah well what are your thoughts on that <laughs> i mean it's interesting to learn all those all the different takedowns because you you should learn how to counter those things. It's always good to know how the opponent fights. And yes, yeah. And these days everyone's doing MMA, and MMA is based either you're either start off as a striker and you learn some grappling, or you start off as a grappler and learn some striking. So I think um, more and more you have to do both for MMA to be successful. And just like in MMA and, and real life, you have to know what the other person's going to do and to be, to be able to counter that. So right. it's not a bad thing to know. For sure. Okay, one of my friends is messaging me. I asked him earlier if he wanted to join. Uh, he's going to try to call in in a bit on Skype. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And one thing I was thinking about um, just recently... I was dating um, this Latina uh, uh, lady. Uh, she's like late twenties, and uh, we went on three dates uh, recently. So sorry, segue, segue. <laughs> and uh, it was it was all right. I think the first date was really good. We talked a lot about like kind of like ethnic ethnic study stuff. Actually, we talked about race relations and uh, 
And then, like, uh, talked about, yeah, family. Anyways, at the end of the night, I just pecked her on the cheek and then and kissed her and then on the lips a little bit. And then she, like, lingered there. I'm like, uh, okay. So we started, like, kissing, like, you know, not making out, but just, like, kissing a lot. And then, uh, and then second date, uh, we went to go see a comedy show. It, I thought it was good. And then she's like, hey, let's go back to my place. I want to finish some of... And we, had, we had dinner earlier. So she's like, I want to finish these leftovers. I was like, all right. You know, like, uh, <laughs> I was like, finally. Because uh, it's been a while since I've been over at a a, 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 a woman's place. Yes. And, yeah. So, uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to finish this story, but let's see. I'm going to add... I'm going to add this... His name's Gordon. Uh, let's see. Okay. Add people. So, Gordon, can you just say something, please? Yeah, I'm right here. Great. I'm picking up your audio. I have like one of those softwares where like you can record on a Skype call, just in case. Just in case I'm I'm talking to like someone that's shady, you know. So, anyways, all right. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so back to the story. Back to the story. Latina chick. All right. So Gordon, uh, I, was, I was, okay, tell me what you think. So I was on the first date with this Latina chick. We talked, you know, very intelligent, talked about like, you know, politics, race relations, you know, uh, what she likes to do. Pretty cool. I thought it was a pretty good date. And we kissed at the end of the night, like, like pretty good couple kisses, okay? Um, second date, uh, we went to go watch a comedy show. She had, we had some leftovers from dinner. I went back to her place. I was like, all right, this is, this is going great, you know? And I'm kind yeah. of feeling her. I think she's pretty cool. She's very, she's very attractive. Um, and then we're making out on the... I'm kissing her on the couch, and I reach for her breastuses, right? And, um, and she kind of grabs my hand and says, uh, I don't want to have sex. I'm like okay um we don't have we can still make out and stuff she's like okay uh, and and then we start making out but i i just stopped touching her her breast area which i you know i i think you don't have to have sex and touch that area i think right i mean i mean yeah, you, no. you, yeah. yeah you can still touch that area and not have sex so i was kind of peeved about that and then she she asked me if i wanted to sleep over i'm like uh okay <laughs> um yeah i'm down like and i'm like i don't okay here's my first response i'm like i'm not because she already said no to sex right so i'm like um yeah i don't know i, I might might I, I got a shower and stuff she's like oh you know you could just hang out here she wanted me to sleep over basically so i'm like okay mixed messages to this point yes i'm yeah. getting mixed messages right so i i, I we're, we're cuddling in bed and i've had this raging hard on <laughs> And, and I didn't know what to do. So escalate. So I just excused myself from the bed because I could not sleep. And I rubbed one out. And then I went back to, <laughs> and then I went to back. Because like, what else am I supposed to do? She, she likes to, she wanted me to spoon her, you know? And I'm like, mm. I can't spoon you and not rub what in sleep, you know? So I had to, <laughs> I had to rub one out. And then I went back, we spooned and then went to sleep. Second day, third day. Um more straight we just watched a movie and went straight back to her place so more straightforward okay i'm thinking right mm -hmm. this is going good um in intellectual okay at this point i'm gonna tell third you third time's about, a charm third time's a charm this is what i'm thinking right so intellectually i'm thinking with me and her we liked we we watched like uh 
like this this documentary about black people, right? And uh, <laughs> and I think it, you know because we she's woke, I'm woke, you know, I'm I'm liking her, but there's there were some warning signs, there's some red flags, like she's telling me not to drive a certain way, like I was I was I was approaching a red light, she's like, oh hey, there's a red light, I'm like. Yeah, I didn't say like I. Yeah, I see. She's being kind of like a what's the term? Backseat driver. Backseat driver a little bit. So that's one small flag. Another flag was like um, one time when I was kissing her, she's like, "Oh yeah, don't touch my face." I'm like, "Oh okay." Uh, she and she she later she said kind of aggressively, but later she's like, "Oh yeah, it's just like I got makeup on." I'm like, "Okay, I let that go. Whatever." So I'm getting this these little flags of kind of what's the word aggro, you know? I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit. No, that's right. Yeah, just a little bit. I, I let it pass, right? Uh, so she's touchy. Yeah, she's a little bit touchy, which is fine. She wants to respect her her boundaries and stuff like that, and I respect that. So we go back to her place, go to bed, making out again, and she's she's been up since like five or whatever because she works in the hospital and um and she's like hey james i'm kind of tired and i'm like okay and i didn't rub one out that night i just slept i tried to sleep and i only got like three hours of sleep it's kind of tough when you have like a you know a yeah. uh, attractive woman in, in your bed and wh- what's great about her room is like she got all this like you know latino uh, Mexican stuff like she's really proud of her heritage and I'm down with that because I'm proud of my heritage as well right um, so I, I, I but I'm getting this little bit aggro feel of like you know controlling this right but so in the morning okay she's well rest well rested I'm going for it you know and I've been like on and off hard all night so I'm like going for it so I I, I uh, we start making out and she's like, "Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I've, I'm on my period, right?" And then I'm like, mm-hmm. and and I said, "Hey, well, that doesn't mean we can't do everything else." And she said, "Fair point." And we, I took off her top, and we started going, to, you know, going to town there, and um, and then I, uh, I <laughs> Did you get breastuses. I got some breastuses, and then I took, I took off my. You know, I took off my underwear, and that's the first time you know that 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 came out. And she, I don't know, I got this weird feeling. She kind of looked at it, and she was like, eh. you know, because I because <laughs> she works in a hospital. She works at a hospital, and she sees this stuff all the time. She, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then like you know, some you know some touchy feeling. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna and okay. Oh my god, this may be too personal for this podcast, but. I'm like, okay, I'm about to go. <laughs> I like, it's just like, because uh, I've been off and on hard all night. So I'm basically ready to pop. And I'm like, oh man, I'm about to go. I'm about to come. And then she's like, well, not on me. And she can't, the way she said it was like, kind of like disdainful, you know? <laughs> Like, not on me. Yeah, not on me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I turned over and I came on myself. And then she gave me a towel. And, <laughs> and, I, and I, I, we wiped it off. And we're all happy. And then, I, okay, and a couple of days passed. And then I texted her and said to see if she wanted to hang out. And it's been like about four, almost a day and a half. Yeah. She go, and you, she, she's usually responsive within like two, three hours. used before. So... I don't know. Maybe she was getting that kind of feeling where like we weren't connecting intellectually. I think sexually, I, I think whatever I did was 
was not out of bounds, really. It was all fair. It was all consensual. She was into it. I don't know. Anyways, I'm thinking maybe it's because um, the way I asked her is like, "Hey, are you gonna be free this weekend and all?" But she asked me specifically, like, "Hey, I might be free during the weekday." But I asked her for the weekend. I don't know. Regardless, I think that's like that's small, right? Like that. Like, uh, anyways. I'm not. I'm actually kind of slightly relieved, actually, because I'm thinking of moving on. But I don't know. So he, okay, that's my story, right? But here's my question to you guys. Uh, so for sexual interaction, do you make the choice to say, "Hey, you"? Do you ask where this is going before sexual inter before sex, like all the way sex, or do you wait till after all the way sex, like? And then you 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 pose that question. Uh, that's my question for you guys, I guess. Yeah, because that's something yeah. I was struggling with. If maybe if maybe I said something, maybe to like make it clear what this our relationship was about, maybe she would message me back. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I was asked before. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I I've uh, I've ever asked. Wait wait ask about what like relationship before like where like, is it going yeah where is it going just ask hey where is this going yeah when when when's the proper time to ask that question before or after sex no yeah, before what really yeah well i think it should have like not like oh you know i'm about to you know slide in right now oh by the way <laughs> i don't think it should be that i think it should be like you know a few minutes at least like 10 15 minutes before maybe when you're like okay I could start it right now. Here's my opportunity. It's perfect. Pause. Wait. Just kind of pop the question. And do you know if it's like, oh, yeah, we both want the same thing? They would just make it even better at that point. Interesting. Now, I don't know. Isn't that a lot of pressure for the girl? Because then, like, what if you – why don't you guys just – shouldn't it just be like you can feel it out? Like, oh, it's it's sex time. You can feel it out. She wants it. You want it. Just have it and then have the conversation. Or you're you're actually saying, you're feeling. I'm feeling it. Wait, we should talk first before. I, I don't think I don't think you should have that conversation the first time. I think you should have it like the second time. You oh, fuck. before sex. Okay, so first time yeah. after sex. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because first time it's like you're in heat the moment and just fuck it, you know. Just for our listeners, real quick, um, Gordon, you're in your early twenties. I'm in my early thirties. Dan, you're in mm-hmm. your early forties, right? So, yes. So lucky. I'm 22. <laughs> lucky for yeah, I'm 32 and turning 33. And then um, this is a great tri generational talk today. So yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually like this Taiwanese movie called 20, 30, 40 about these Taiwanese women. It's uh, it's it's not bad. It's I I, I check it out. Um, gives you an interesting female perspective on the age thing. But Dan, what well, Dan? What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm with Gordon. I mean, I I don't think uh, I've ever brought up those questions to to my girlfriends or even to like girls I'm just you know messing around with. Wait, so just, wait, even after the first after the first time, you wouldn't even bring it up. Uh, I I never did. Um, I remember even like this uh, this girl I was like dating or just messing around with because she had a boyfriend at the time. Whoa. Uh, yeah, we were messing around. I didn't go. I didn't do anything because she was with her boyfriend, 
And when she finally broke up with a boyfriend, she found flat out told me, if we hook up this weekend, it's, that's all it's going to be. It's just a hookup. And then it's going to be over. So I don't say anything. Usually the girls have boundaries and they, they already made up their minds of how far it's going to go. A lot of times, I think. Interesting. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. So you're kind of more of you, you follow the girl's lead and then whatever they want, you just feel it out. Well, I mean, if they bring it up and then if I'm not feeling it, obviously I'm just going to shut it down. Okay, right. I was like, yeah. Oh. yeah, if the girl's like, oh, I, I want this to lead to marriage, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, hmm. But usually you just you don't know that all that stuff right away. Right. There's so many things you just don't know. Right, right. You kind of that's my that's my problem. Like I but in the past, I've always tried to like shut it down. I always try to make it very clear. But what happens is that it scares women away. It's like Mm -hmm. I'll kiss them. I'm like, hey, where's this going? (laughs) And that's I'm not doing that anymore. But I used to do that because I for me, I want things really very clear with my second girlfriend. Like we kissed once we, we we uh. We didn't even kiss. It was on like the second date. And I just asked her straight up, hey, where's this going? And it turned mm-hmm. into a relationship, but it was kind of, I kind of forced it into the relationship. We should have spent more time together. Anyways, uh, good point. Uh, now, Gordon. Yeah. So some things that we talk about on this podcast are relationships, obviously. Um I did have one more story that I want to share, and then I want to kind of get into if it's okay if you talk about you and your relationship. Is that is that cool with you, or is that too personal? No, it's fine. All right. So I mean, this other story I have is um, okay. Uh, so this is Chinese uh, Lunar New Year. It's not Chinese New Year because other other <laughs> the Cambodians, Vietnamese, they all you know they they celebrate it as well. So. Mm-hmm. I just went to uh, OC area to eat with some extended family. I didn't go back to the Bay Area where my other my my uh, my uh, parents are, but so I went back to the OC for uh, Lunar New Year to, for dinner. And on the ro- drive back up, because I, I live in you know San Fernando Valley, right? So on the drive back up, I'm like, you know what? It's still kind of early. I want to stop off, stop at at a bar, and just. You know, try my luck. See if there's any ladies that want to talk to me or whatever. So, uh, I, I, uh, on my way up, I uh, stop in. First, I start stop in Orange. I stop at a bar there. No, there's like no late. There's like one lady, and she's kind of on the chubbier side. And mm-hmm. I ask her, you know, what's you know, I talk to her. What's her deal? And she's actually from Fullerton area. And uh, she's cool, but, like, I'm not getting any sort of, like, sexual vibe from her or any, like, relationship interest vibe. Um, She's, you know, basically, I'm not her type. She's not my type. And she's like, hey, you know, you should check out Fullerton. There's some, like, crazy bars up in there. So I'm like, okay. So I drive up to Fullerton, and it's, like, I don't know. It was, like, crazy. I'm trying to figure out the bar name, but, um, but... Uh, there's like a lot of you know young college students out I believe and other people and I'm like okay this place is popping so I'm walking to the bar I see it's popping and uh, the bar I'm at has a uh, the bar I'm going towards there's also a bus station nearby right and there's like these hobos there there's like um, there's this taller uh, I believe he's a Latino gentleman uh, with a blue hoodie or something (laughs) and then uh, 
and then there's like a uh, older you know older white bums there uh, then I'm seeing and then I see this uh, shorter you know Asian chick probably in her 20s sitting at the bus stop talking to these bums okay now does it okay so I'm thinking kind of strange right I didn't think too much of it because I was like, man, I'm kind of dressed up a little bit. I'm going to the bar. She seems like she's she's like smiling and talking to these bums. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe she has control of the situation, right? So I'm about to go inside the bar, but I keep, I don't know. I keep looking back at this, this like short, you know, this, this, this Asian chick uh, talking to these bums. Like, okay, I, I, I gotta find out. I need to find out so I can go into the bar and spit my game with, you know, good conscience, right? Yeah. Um, so, okay. Yeah, so I go over to the bus stop and I'm, I approach them. I'm trying, as I'm approaching, I'm thinking, okay, what's my, what's my MO? How can I enter this situation without being too freaking nosy, right? So I, I'm thinking, okay, I'll pretend I'm looking for a bus, Okay. White lie, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I mean, not not too harmful, yeah, right? No, yeah, okay. Anyways, no, yeah. All right, go into the bu- I go to the bus stop and I'm looking at the bus sign and I I talk to her like, hey, what bus are you waiting for? She's like, oh, I'm not really waiting for the bus, just hanging out. And I'm like, holy shit, this girl's lit. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I say, hey, are you okay? And then, okay, and then there's this taller bum guy with the hoodie comes over to me. He's like, dude, she's all right, man. I'm like, whoa. Okay, he's getting kind of aggressive with me, right? Mm-hmm. And then I said, oh, I just wanted to check, you know. Um, I just don't want to check about the buses. And then I ch- and say, yeah, are you sure you're okay? And I look at her, and her pants are drenched. Oh, she peed herself. She peed herself. She is yeah, not really okay. She is fucked up. She's not okay. <laughs> and so I, okay, I sit down. Much she just wanted to sit down outside. She didn't want to get the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sit down next to her, much to the chagrin of, of the uh, the taller uh, yeah. uh, bum guy. Um, and I sit down and I'm like, and he's like, hey, man, what bus are you looking for? I'm like, you know what? I'm probably just going to hang out here. I just sidestep the question. I'm just going to hang out here with, you know, and he's like, are you sure? Don't you have a bus to catch? And I'm like, you know what? I, I'm actually waiting for some, <laughs> and I make up another lie. I'm actually waiting for some friends. Um, they should be coming soon. He's like, oh yeah? Well, why don't you go see your friends, man? I'm like, um, I'm just going to hang out. And I start talking, and I ignore him. I start talking to her, you know? Yeah. So I start talking to her and I'm saying, hey, how are you feeling? Are you feeling Okay. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry. I'm fine. But she's obviously not. Um, you know, fast forward. She's like, cold. So I give her my jacket. And then there's this guy, this other, this guy from the bar. Another guy comes from the bar, like probably college age or whatever. And uh, he's, he's like, hey, what are you guys up to? I'm like, oh, I'm, we're, we're doing okay. And I ask her, hey, do you have any friends around? She's like, oh, my friend left. So she's by herself. And this, so this other guy that came in, he's a stranger, right? And he's like, hey, do you guys know each other? I'm like, uh, we just kind of met. And he starts 
he pulls out a bag of weed, okay? And, and then the homeless guy's like, oh, you got weed? And the homeless guy pulls out a bag of weed. So they're comparing bags of weed. <laughs> and, nice. then, and then he starts, he starts rolling up one. And uh, he sits down. So what, what I did, not to be too confrontational, was I, t- I left a seat empty between me and the girl on the bus on the at the bus station so he sits down right next to her i'm like oh shit i gotta worry about this this fool now so he starts smoking and then he offers her a a, you know a you know a bud right yeah a joint and then though and she's like no he's like come on man and then the homeless guy fucking goes off he's like she said no man she said no (laughs) she said no okay get a hint He's like, dude, just chill. He, she said no, and so he stands up and starts talking to the homeless guy, um, and and you know I, I keep saying homeless guy. I, I mean, he's obviously homeless. He's he's got bags and stuff. Um, I, I don't want to say like all homeless guys are bad. I'm just saying I'm just giving. Let's let's call him Greg. Okay, let's call him Greg. So I so I stop calling him homeless guy. So Greg starts like saying, hey, no, she, Greg the homeless guy. Hey, no. She doesn't want to smoke. And then the, the college student, let's call him Charles. Charles is going like, hey, man, that's cool, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to make her smoke, okay? So they, they have their own small conversation. And I'm talking to her like, okay, look, <laughs> uh, do you, like, how are you going to get home? Because you probably need to leave this area. Like, you need to go home. And she's like, oh, I'm good to drive. I'm just going to wait here. And then I'm going to go drive in like, I don't know, 15 minutes. I'm like, fuck, she's going to kill someone like, if she drives. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I start, I was like, Hey, let me see your phone. Like, don't you have someone calling? She's like, Oh no. She takes out her phone. I'm like, here, let me, I take, I kind of gently take the phone from her. I was like, here, let me get you an Uber. And she grabs the phone back. Like, no, I'm good to drive. I'm like, fuck. Okay. So the weed guy, Charles, he bounces. Cause he's not, he's not liking the atmosphere. I say hi to him and say, yeah, I'm going to hang out here. He's like, okay. And then he looks at the, at, at Greg, the homeless guy and like, all right, I'm bouncing. So he bounces. So I'm there stuck with the home, homeless guy. And like, fuck. I don't know what to do. Okay, before I move on, like, what would you guys do in, to resolve this situation? I'm kind of curious before I, before I tell you my resolution. Yeah. Mm. I probably... Fuck, it's hard. It's a hard yeah. situation, yeah. I would probably have have done what you did. It was try to get her an Uber, or okay. she didn't. Look she at didn't want to do the Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would just try talking to her more, see if I can get more information. That's all I could do at that point. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. there's very little you could do in that situation. Um, yeah, you could just talk to her. You can't force her to do anything. So. Right. I mean. Damn it. It's it's a weird situation. Uh so I what I did was while I'm there talking to her, um and then the Uber and then the uh Greg, he's like, Hey, I thought you were gonna meet your friends, man. 'Cause I'm I've been hanging out there, the other guy left. It's just me, her, and this uh and Greg. And Greg. Yeah, and then and then this older white homeless guy just drifted through and he's like, Hey guys, you want this coupon? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and we, and she, she's crazy. She's like, let me look at the coupon. Let me see. And he, and that, that guy, he's kind of harmless. He's fine. And she looks at the coupon and he walks away. Um, 
so uh what happens next so uh I, I i'm looking online for like what to do when you have a really drunk friend like as i'm sitting there and then i'm like fuck so one thing that popped up during my search and at the same time i'm ve- i'm being very aware of where the where greg is and where she's at let's call her uh kathy so where kathy and greg are at um so uh and um, I find out she's like what twenty five. Her friends ditched. She her friends are nowhere in sight, and she goes to school in the area. Um, so I I leave the area. I I leave the bus stop to make a phone call, pretending I'm calling my friends. Okay, and I actually yeah. I call I call my brother, my older brother, and uh, I say, hey man, this is the situation. I'm not sure what to do. I'm thinking I might have to call the cops. And he's like, "That's that's a fucked up situation. I'm not sure. I think you're. You, I think you have the right idea. Just call the cops." So mm-hmm. I call the cops. <laughs> I I call the cops, and then I not. I call the cops. Say, "Hey, um, this is what's going down. We're at this bus stop. Here's our location. Uh, can someone just come by and check on us?" And she's like, "Okay, we have people in the area." I guess because there's been a lot of drunk calls, that, uh, drunk things happening in that area. So. I sit go I go back sit down and now and and then the the Greg is like hey was that your friends are they coming or what and he gets kind of close to me but you I, should I, say yeah they're on their way <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> you're but, gonna come in a couple of crown vicks so um, yeah <laughs> so I just um, I just chill and like uh, I I don't I don't respond to him because I'm tired of talking to him at this point you know like. Cause I keep, I have to keep appeasing him saying, yeah, they're on the blah, blah. So, and I just ignore him and talk to her and he gets kind of close. And I'm like, cause, cause Dan and I, we, we have martial arts trained. So I'm, I have my hands out of my pockets and they're kind of like, they're on the seat rest. So they're kind of near my chest. So if anything happens, I could react fairly quickly if he tries to like do something, but he, I'm slightly like maybe bulkier than the guy. So I don't think. And I'm not that short, right? So I think he was, uh, you know, not going to do anything crazy. Um, so the police come, okay? And uh, so the police are rolling up. And um, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I act surprised. like a, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and then Greg is like, he looks at me like he wants to fucking kill me. He looks at me and says, you clown. You fucking clown. You call the cops? Right, and I'm like, eh? I just shrug my shoulders, right? And then the cops come out, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on, guy?" And the cop is like, "There's okay, there's two cops, one tall one and one short one. The tall one is fucking yoked. He's like so fierce. <laughs> this guy is fucking. He's ripping out of his shirt. He even like he folded up his sleeve so he could show off his biceps. His biceps. Yeah. yeah so kind of douchey looking, but." whatever yeah and then there's the short guy he's the coffee more, you want right then yeah and then there's a short guy who's like very you know seems good good cop bad cop i guess <laughs> he's kind of like the more calmer one he comes out and then the, the so the the buff the buff cop comes out and it's like hey uh what's happening guys and then i don't know greg the the bum he goes off he's like what nothing's going on pig like that's the first line. That's oh, the first line. That's the, the first line he says to the cop. So I'm like, dude, what the hell? 
and then he just made your job a lot easier he made my job easier but at the same time i don't want him to get shot you know and like um and it's and it's like it's interesting because i think the the cops look latino and the bums latino and like you know um he starts like he starts saying like i think he calls him a cabron or something or whatever and then he's like no you pig you cut fucking pinchy cabron you know whatever right and yeah. then um and the cop's like hey why do you have to say that why do you have the the buff cop is getting kind of heated he's like what the fuck why do you have to say that man you know and this bum like he the greg he he spits on the ground so I'm like, okay. So I, I, I kind of, I, this is dumb of me. You guys probably think I'm an idiot, but like I say, uh, hey guys, no, he's been okay. It's just that this is, this is my friend and we're trying to, you know, he's been okay, guys. <laughs> I'm like trying to like calm the situation, I guess. Um, and then, so then the, then the shorter cop comes up to me. He's like, hey, you better take her and like probably leave the area. And I'm like, okay. So I take her, I pull her away. And then Greg starts following us. And then Buff Cop is like, hey, no, you better stay, dude. Right? So we leave the bus stop and we, we, we circle to the bar, which is like, it's an eyesight. It's about, you know, a couple of feet away. It's like a couple, like maybe 100 feet away or something. Very, it's not 50 feet away. It's not too far. And, um, and then the, guess what? The cops leave because they got other things to worry about. So once I, yeah. and I'm like, oh wait. So Greg starts following. Greg, yeah. Greg is starts following us to the bar. Can you get? Can you guys believe? He starts following us to the bar. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shoot! And I I asked the the bouncer, hey, can we go inside? He's like, uh, she's kind of like really drunk, dude. We usually don't. And then he kind of looks over my shoulder because he kind he saw the cops come right. And he's like, well, in this situation, yeah, go ahead, just go inside. We and I got your back. I'm like, okay, um, nice. thanks, man. Yeah. So we go inside the bar, and I see her at a uh, at, at the bar, and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing? I'm good to drive, whatever." She's still she's on that rant still, and then I'm like, "Oh, yeah. just chill out here." Let's, and I ask the bartender for water. I go back to the door and I look out the window to see what's happening, right? And the freaking Greg is like arguing with all these bouncers. Like, so there's like four bouncers that roll out. To talk to, to, to like <laughs> yeah. to face Greg, because Greg is like super protective of Kathy for some reason. Like even though like they have no relation or whatever, so so Greg is like oh you know, and uh, he's just chilling there. He he even has like a little bike that he rolled over with him, and uh, he's like oh I'm like fuck. So basically, uh, Kathy and I hide out in the bar for the next hour and a half because because this is like mid. This is like twelve thirty already. So we had to stay till 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 closing closing call. During that time, I strike up a conversation with like this like guy, this really buff dude next to me, who like does like Brazilian jiu jitsu and he he uh, fixes up cars. But you know, my real target was like there's some like some hot chick near him that uh-huh. that I'm trying to get at, and I <laughs> and uh, it's fine. I don't think she's gonna listen to this. Her name's China. I was like, what? Huh? Like like the country? And she's like, uh, yeah. Well, actually, it's named after an actress, China something something. I'm like, oh, weird. Okay. And I find out that the buff dude, there's another girl there. The buff dude is with China's friends, right? And then, but China 
And I, so, so this is my trick. I'm like, so how do you guys know each other? Right. That's like a game trick, whatever. She's like, Oh, I actually know her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, damn it. And then it's, and then I say, Hey, Kathy, this guy. And then I bring Kathy into the conversation to keep her like not sleeping. Like, Oh, this guy fixes up cars and does jujitsu. She's like, what? Really? Wow. Okay. So let me finish up the story. Um, so Kathy, uh, I'm like, hey, Kathy, let me see your phone real quick. She gives me her phone and she's like, and, uh, oh, wait, no. Uh, she says, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, okay, cool. Hey, can let me let me hold on to your phone then. So I hold on to her phone and she goes to the bathroom, right? And then I, uh, I, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. I, I, I look up her mom's number or like, or her, her oh my god i look up for the most recent call right because she yeah. doesn't want to do the uber I've, I've asked her to take an uber like literally 10 times by this point she refuses because she thinks she can drive so i look at the text messages and the most recent one was like her mom saying where are you and she's like yeah. i'm fine so i call the mom okay and i, <laughs> I call the mom this is like fucking 2 a.m i call the mom <clears throat> and she picks up She's like, she's Korean. I don't speak mm-hmm. Korean. I don't speak Korean. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Uh, hi. Uh, uh, kamsahamnida. Hello. Um, actually, this is not your. This is not your daughter. This is a friend. She's like, you, you friend? I'm like, yeah, friend. I'm like, oh. And then I tell her like, hey, you should pick up your daughter. She's not good to drive. And she's like. She gets really worried. Also, really, really, oh no! Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, you should come pick her up. Okay, so she comes out the. Uh, so we hang up, and then she, uh, uh, Kathy comes out the bathroom, and like, okay, hey, let's go, let's go now, right? And she's like, she's like, okay, I can drive. I'm like, okay, fine, let's go to your car, right? So I'm walking to her car, and she like, the, her mom calls back. Mm-hmm. So so she picks up the phone like. What? My mom's calling me. She calls, so the mom, he, she picks up the phone, and basically, the mom says, hey, your friend called, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. She hangs up, and she looks at me like, how could you? You call my mom? Why? What are you doing? Right? I'm like, oh, don't worry. But she gets a little angry, and then she kind of simmers down a bit. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe you called my mom. And during this time, what am I doing? I'm guiding her to my car. This yeah quarter. yeah <laughs> luckily luckily greg greg is off at the bu- the bus island still and there's all these other drunk people leaving the bar so we use i kind of use that as camouflage so i avoid greg with like the crowd and then get to my car i drive her back to her place so i get her to the car i kind of like gently put her in she's like oh i'm good to drive while she's saying that i close the door <laughs> And then I say, hey, where are you, where do you live? She's like, oh, I'm good to drive. Um, but yeah, you can turn here. So I drive her back to her house. And then her mom had left. We call her mom. The mom has to come back to the house. Then she, and then we start talking. She's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Are you okay? And she looks at me like, oh, yeah, wait. So are you a friend or what? I'm like, no. So I, I have to break the lie. Like, no, I actually just met her. This is what happened. She's like, oh my gosh, you're you you are angel, right? And I'm like, okay, sure. And then, um, and then she's like, can we ask you one more thing? Can you drive me to pick up her car? 
So we, I drive her, her yeah. mom, to go pick up the car, the her car. <laughs> and then, she, and we exchange numbers. I show her my, I don't know, I feel guilty. Like, I just, I show her my license just to make sure that she knows who I am and that I'm not, I didn't, I didn't mess with her daughter. I don't know. This is just me feeling like, try to overcompensate maybe, even though I don't have to. And uh, we exchanged numbers and then uh, she invited me for uh, dinner whenever I'm in Fullerton, so... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah. But was she hot? She was kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> she was kind of cute. Main question. So I got her number. <laughs> <laughs> the longest pickup line in the world. That was the longest pickup line. Okay. So that's my end of my story. Uh, my my question is, did I handle that situation okay, or like I don't know? It it took much longer than I. I think I should have got her to my car much sooner. I could have, mm. yeah, I don't know. So. I mean, I would have. Uh, well, I, I would have. Got... Go ahead. I got a question for you. I mean, her her pants were drenched from because she peed herself. Is does your car now still smell of pee? You know, probably dried up. It right? probably like by this time because yeah, we were in the bar for a couple hours, so I think by that time when she got to sit in my car seat, it was okay. I th- I thought about that, but I was like, <laughs> I'm probably gonna ditch this car soon, anyways. Whatever, it's fine. Like my car is it. I need a. F- I have to fix the uh, catalytic converter, and I've already spent like a thousand bucks on it. It's like, anyways, I was like, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, my car smells okay right now, yeah. That's good. Okay. All right, segue. We got a segue. Um, we've got like another 15 more minutes of content we can we can pack into this episode. I mean, um, at one point you, you started, you said that uh, was the, her fake name was Kathy, right? Her fake name is Kathy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she said, she. you said she was chubby. She was not. She well. Oh, was just not okay. She's but I was, okay. I'm, I, either way, I have a I have a chubby story. You have a chubby story. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. Um, hold on. Let me clarify. She wasn't like. She's not fat. She's not skinny. You know. She's like. She's a, she's I. You know. Like, like she is big enough to like. She's on the the edge of like, for my 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 personal taste of bigness, I guess. Like a little bit thick, but like, she got some boobies, so that's cool, right? Yeah. Um. But I respect women, so yeah, go ahead. <laughs> when I say chubby, I mean quite large, though. In, in in this context, I'm about to say. Anyways, okay. So I used to be on Tinder. I don't do it anymore, simply because of this story. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, long story short, I got catfished by this one girl. Um, I'll say her name because I don't want any other one, anyone else on Tinder. If they're listening to this, get caught by anyone named Angelise. That was her name. Okay. Um, seemed really cool through text. Obviously, is how most Tinder dates go, is that they're really like good with talking and whatnot, especially via text. They're like perfect goddesses of text. <laughs> um, like they know the proper like etiquette well, they, and they, that. Yeah. They know all the right buttons to push, literally. Uh, anyways, so eventually we go out, we're like, we're going to go on a date and she apparently in her bio, she said she likes museums. So that's what got my idea. That's how I popped the question. Like, yo, you like museums? Let's go to one. She's like, okay. And, um, 
I gave her a couple of options and I asked my friends like, yo, what's some good museums? Cause I'm like, I, I've been to LACMA. Uh, I haven't been to Mocha, but it's hard to get in. It's like, you know, parking and whatnot. And I've been to the ones in Pasadena and whatnot. And, you know, let's just kind of want something new and different. And one of my person, one of my friends uh, suggested the museum of Scientology in Hollywood. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> no. And um, so I, I told her, I was like, hey, so these are our, our options. And I listed, you know, all the generic ones, including, was it like the Getty and stuff, all the normal, like, quote unquote, romantic ones. And then I was like, but this other one I'm pretty interested to go to just because it's weird. My friend suggested to it and said it's actually really interesting, like funny, interesting. Um, and so... I said, yeah, as I said, it's the Museum of Scientology in Hollywood. And she says, yeah, sure, let's go. You know, I'm just like, I don't know if she really knows what that is, but That's okay, f- whatever, fuck it. This is the first going. day, Gordon? First this day? is the first day. Wow. Mm-hmm. You are bold. Okay, go, continue, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so I go there. I'm like, okay, this is the point where I meet her. So I go there. She lives in Santa Clarita. And uh, Daniel, do you live in L.A. area? I used to. So I know okay. where Santa Clarita is. Santa Clarita, yeah. I live in the valley. So, it, it you know, Santa Clarita is Santa Clarita. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's, it's far. North, it's far. It's yeah, it's far from everything, yeah. Uh, uh, so I go there. She actually lives kind of near one of my first girlfriend, my first ex. She lives kind of, so I thought that was funny. But I get there, and I'm waiting in the car. I text her. This is like mm, 9 a.m., something, 9.30 maybe. It's kind of early kind of tired i'm just sitting there in my car waiting and eventually uh you know i sent her like that i'm here i'm in a green mini cooper because that was my car at the time yeah and i'm waiting and waiting and waiting i see someone walk out of an apartment and kind of do the thing where they look on their phone and then they look up and they look around and so i'm like shit that's her. <laughs> that's her and i kid you not she's literally a sphere with legs <laughs> awesome like, yeah all her tinder pictures i just realized at that moment like oh shit all the pictures of like her were her face and they're all of like an angle where the phone was high up looking down oh, so no. like to get rid of the chin and everything yeah i was like i was like fuck i just gripped my steering wheel i'm like okay she knows what my car looks like she hasn't seen me yet but if i drive away right now she's like you know, she's going to know and she's like, fuck, he just left, you know, like, and I was probably thinking in my head, like, you know, she probably woke up this morning, did her full woman, whatever, shower, shave, like hour, three hours worth of makeup or whatever. What, what, they do. what uh, ethnicity is she? She was Latino. Latina. Okay. Yeah. They like makeup. Okay. Um, and so I was like, fuck. And I said, I decided, like, no. Okay, so I just stayed there, and within the next, like, half second, she looked over. And she, like, started walking over. So I got out. We did, like, an awkward half hug. And then we talked on our way to the museum. The museum was super just fucked up, weird, interesting. Like, they handed us all these papers and stuff to, like, try to get us to join and whatnot. But it was such a crazy... I I suggest going there if anyone wants to go. It's free. Um, You don't have to donate to Scientology to get in. Do they take your Ironic, DNA? Do they, do they take your fingerprint or DNA to when you go into the uh, to the museum or no? Who knows? Maybe they have a certain point where they do that. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Like they scan my brain or something, and like they steal. I I'm just so. I that stuff scares me. The Scientology. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
But uh, I went, and it was a very thorough museum, pretty cool building. Very, uh, it was just really interesting. It was like the most extremist crazy shit you'll ever see. But um, anyways, <laughs> after that, uh, we get back in the car, and it's around lunch. And I'm like, okay, what do you want to eat? And without even a moment's notice, which in some cases is good, the woman knows exactly what she wants. There's no, you know, you decide kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. She instantly says burgers and like in my head i'm like of course <laughs> wow you you hate so, it <laughs> yeah and so we go and get food it's a pretty good burger but then after that we just head back and it's fucking rush hour traffic in hollywood um eventually we get back uh, i was like the one one or the five or something and we're heading up and we're talking and talking and you know i keep i keep asking her like where she goes to college yeah because you know tinder is supposed to be like 18 plus yeah and she's just not answering, not answering. And eventually she's like, she answered some like, you know, community college. And what is she researching in? It's like, uh, or majoring in? It's criminology, which is such a generic answer. Everyone says that. How do we know what it means still? <laughs> it's criminology. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And uh, eventually I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, this bitch goes to fucking high school. And so no. I drop her off. Yeah, I, I drop her off, and I'm like, okay, you know, bye, I'll see you again, blah, 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 whatever the, you know, formalities were, even though I have no intention of ever seeing her again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, did she go? And did, did so she, I, yeah, I go yeah. home, and yeah. I I find, I get her full name, because I think at one point, uh, she went up to the bathroom, but she left her purse, so I looked at her wallet, and I took a picture of her, her like, thing, I think. I don't wow, know what picture you is. Wow, you are you are sneaky okay all right mm -hmm. and so i went on the white pages and i found her and i was like oh shit and yep sure enough santa Clarita high or something like that i was like this bitch she's like 16 so i stopped talking well how old no she, she was she was 17 oh okay that's yeah that's borderline legal i guess but that's still well yeah i mean i, I wasn't even like planning to fuck the first time did she did she go for a kiss or anything or no? <laughs> no, no. I'm glad she didn't. But the thing was, she was talking the whole time about how she's gotten really close, like a lot of weird, old, creepy guys. Daniel, you good? You okay? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm dying. Oh. That time of the year. Yeah, everyone's slowly. Well, I guess you're growing, then you're dying. It's whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. But um, she she kept talking about like how these old creepy guys always like try to hit on her or, or like got her brought her back to like, um, their houses. But like she refused to have sex with them and they just like got angry. But, like that was like, her thing. But her I don't know. I feel I'm confused what she was trying to go for because obviously if she was being, somewhat promiscuous in like her clothing and her conversation. Not like hardcore. Like you know I obviously want to fuck you. It's just like suggestive in some ways and I even agreeing to go back to a guy's house I mean we all know what that means yeah that's kind of weird uh yeah and it was like older guys too like fucking 39 40 and they're going back to like they're like these single you know people living in like the Hollywood Hills so they have really nice like mansions and shit but they're like single and it's like you're a future gold digger yeah or she's I don't know some some people like like a thrill of some sort or like I okay I sometimes I see these uh, Tinder profiles where like I'm I've got a boyfriend but I'm look exploring my sexuality or mm -hmm. I I've got a boyfriend where I'm looking for my side dick or I'm just You really see that? I've seen that. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of ridiculous. So I pass on those. Well, 
I've never seen those. Depends on how hot she is. But I mean, usually... I stopped a long time ago. Maybe the app has changed since I last used it. No, no. Tinder is kind of like a free-for-all. Like It's like what... like I use Coffee Meets Bagel now, who still needs to sponsor us, by the way. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so far, I've had okay connections. That's how I met the Latina chick in the my first uh, story. So, um, And she was all right. Yeah, she was cool. I liked her. Um, so... Huh. No, so some Tinder, some Tinder stuff is scary though. Like, I I can look, I look at the profile and the picture, and like, some of it's like, okay, um, I don't trust this person. You <laughs> know, um, yeah, yeah. All right. So what I want to talk about is, um, let's get a lit. Uh, Dan, Dan, did you have anything to add real quick to that story? No, because uh, Tinder came out after I got together with my wife, so. Uh, well, I don't even know when Tinder started. When did Tinder start? I'll say about three years ago, right? Uh, probably a little bit more than that, but yeah, not not too long ago. Yeah, not too long ago. It makes yeah. me feel makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I wish I was twenty two. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I I do. I totally do. You really? But I mean, yeah. do you want? Okay. This whenever I hear that though, you know what it usually <clears throat> means though. And tell me if I'm wrong. You want to be 22 with your knowledge now? Is that correct? Yeah. Um. Or you want to go back to great? Yeah. That'd be optimal, but it doesn't have to be that way. You want to go back in time to back to when you were 22, or you want to be 22 now, moving forward? Sure, I want to be 22 now, moving forward. Oh, interesting. But even yeah, even yeah. like. Going back to when I was 22, that that's not too bad either. Because if you think about it, when you're 22, just graduate college or graduating from college, and there's like so many more possibilities. But once you get to like 43, you're like, oh man, those possibilities are are like slamming shut left and right. Hmm. Like, but you're kind of in a new phase though too, because you're looking for work right now, right? <clears throat> oh yeah. Right. But you feel. What do you do? Uh, I was working at Bank of America for like the last six years, but I got laid off last last uh, April or May, and yeah, uh, it's it it was like it was. Were you everyone, a teller? No, no, no. I was working in the corporate offices doing loan oh. modifications for policy. Teller, dude. Yeah, tellers <laughs> for like high schoolers, man. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's the only person I ever meet when I go to the bank. Yeah, I mean they're. Everyone asks me, "Oh, can you like talk to the credit card people?" I was like, uh, "I, it's it's a different department." But yeah, yeah. In any case, uh, I digress. Yeah, well, uh, actually, and, and let me let me backtrack a little bit. No, tellers can be college students. Yeah, no, there's people who there's there's tellers who have degrees and stuff. I sorry, I don't want to bag on tellers. Anyways, I'm just me being safe. Um, okay, Gordon, since you you are the guest of this episode. Uh, Although, you know, I want you to come back, though, because I, I, I think it's unfair that you, you don't get a full episode. I took over this episode a little bit. But, That's uh, okay. Just so that we have lead-in whenever you come back, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, okay, you don't know Dan. Let's say you, you yeah, how would you introduce yourself? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm Gordon Greer. I'm 22 years old. I go to Cal State Northridge. I major in CTVA with emphasis on TV production. 
just to let you know, the CTVA program has multimedia, film, and TV. That's like the main big three. And I major in TV with emphasis on post-production. So like editing and whatnot. Um, I don't know. Uh, in regards to like my major, uh, I was in the media focus program all throughout high school. I went to Providence High School in Burbank. Um, and, uh, so we did uh, just, a bunch of stuff there. Just to let you know, this is Go public, ahead. so just share as share as much as you're comfortable with. Just you don't don't feel oh, obligated to I share too many persons. But yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, that's whatever. I mean, they they can come find me if they want <laughs> on Tinder. <laughs> they don't know my current address. Yeah, uh, go for it. Uh, and you know, it was in a media focus program there, so we did a bunch of stuff, and uh, it's basically the same thing as uh, CSUN almost in some ways, a little bit less detailed, but. I learned a lot of media stuff there, and um, I've been doing freelance for a while. Uh, last summer, I spent two months in Fiji uh, being on the dream team for the, you know, the uh, reality show Survivor? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, yeah. 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 So I, went, I spent two months there. I was a, basically a PA. That's, they, they call the PAs uh, dream teamers. PAs are production assistants. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, so we did, we did stuff ranging from, like, uh, uh, like, painting, mostly painting, like, the sets and the challenges. And um, we also got to try out the uh, challenges. And uh, since I did, I don't like painting. Just one repetitive motion up and down with my arm like all day. Oh, Dan and I, I know I, all I, about painting. Yeah. <laughs> go oh ahead. yeah. <laughs> so I, I I quickly realized I didn't like that. So I went over to the props department and I got to work with some really cool prop guys. I worked on like Game of Thrones and Star Wars. Wow. And I was able to make a I was make a I made I think two or three of the hidden immunity idols that they ended up using in the show. Oh cool. Um, uh, I got drunk most of the time. We were paid per diem. Spent it all on alcohol. It was great. I'm, I'm not telling <laughs> anything more about myself. I just realized. Um, um, for for that, I don't for, know. Yeah, like, for that experience, yeah. like, uh, were you single then or no? Uh, I hadn't defined uh, like a label at that point, but I was I was really getting close. I remember explaining uh, right before I left. We hired one of my girlfriend's friends. Your current girlfriend's and friends, okay, yeah. My yeah. current girlfriend's friends, yeah, was like former half roommate. Um, and <laughs> my boss was like, "Oh, how do you know? Let's just call her. Let's just call her Nat." Yeah. How do you know Nat? I was like, "Oh, um, she was." And I was like, I was so like afraid of labels at the point I didn't even like say my girlfriend. I just was like, "Oh, she's the friend of the woman I am currently seeing." Like that's you <laughs> that's said how that. I described it. I literally said that. Oh my verbatim. gosh. And Ugh. now looking back at that, like I cringe. I'm like, I should just say it. I should have said it. But anyways, uh, so now, now uh, during my time in Fiji, I was like, you know, fuck it. No, I really like her. So like, I came she back. Was working and with you. It's totally right? official now. Oh, wait, hmm? she she was in Fiji with you, or just her? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, she was. She spent two months with without me there. She was back here. Wow. So you guys stay loyal to each other two for two months apart from each other. Well, I mean, honestly, honestly, uh, on the island. I was like a one compared to everyone else. Like all these guys are just like fucking, like you know, bronze models. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Oh, you're selling yourself short. Okay, Dan. I, 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 Gordon and I have had like what two or three three mandates. I think, like, mm-hmm. like we we've met each other like three times, and he's uh not 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 like mandates as insane we've met we've met not for the purpose of relation but we've met as friends and um uh no you you're selling yourself short you're 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 uh and you know you're an attractive man not that i want to fuck you but like you're uh, you're attractive man yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know that to a degree. But, but you're saying I in mean, comparison you, to when these... When you put me up to like a Greek goddess, like the people they have, like there was one guy, his name was, uh, let's just call him Tom. Oh, fucking Tom, uh, man, yeah. Yeah, he was like sculpted, like his body fat was at least at like 5% or less. And he had like, you know, the 12 pack. And he they used him for like um, the opening credits. Like they were, he was silhouetted and he, he was the one who holds like the torch. I don't know if you know the Survivor logo, oh, but okay. they used him. Yeah. Wow. But Gordon, guess what? You're funny, man. You're smart. <laughs> yeah, Tommy actually got or oh well, there goes his name. Um, <laughs> uh, he, I don't think he's coming back. I think he got fired. But I can edit that uh, out. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah. so what? Okay. Uh, great. I think one thing I noticed just from my my short interactions with with our brief interactions so far is that you seem passionate about film or to, for about TV or making making stuff creative stuff on the screen which I I'm, I think it's dope and yeah you seem very technically savvy which is you know what yeah I love tech yeah some people yeah. like oh my gosh I was on a film I was on this short interview sh- this interview shoot it was very amateur it was like a friend of a friend I was helping her out and she had this guy and he did not know how to set up a light stand. He was a film student. He didn't. He <laughs> he didn't know how to set up a light stand. I was about to punch. Did he go this. to Columbia? No, I mean, they the both of them both of them went to SF State, and you know, props to SF State. Okay. SF State has some some awesome people coming out. <clears throat> this particular, I took a tour there when I was looking for college. I didn't like it. Okay. But this particular yeah. student, I guess he was all about theory. Like all the classes he was taking, that was the yeah, yeah. He was taking a bunch of theory classes, so he was da- he he could talk to the interview subject all about theory or whatever. Like well, during our downtime, but this fucker could not set up a light stand. I was about the I was I was like, um, okay, here this is this is the leg. You unscrew this. This comes mm-hmm. loose. I was I was baffled. I was so baffled that he was a film student. Yeah, you know that you brought up a really good issue because that's actually that's, I, th- I think that's a pretty big problem because where all the jobs lie is you know production and you know post production theory. I mean, I, I really don't know where you're going to be at that point. I guess you could be an executive at that I mean, if you can try to get up to that point. Right, develop. But it's it's really these these practical skills. I think they need to push them harder than they do with the uh, theory classes. Okay, so I think uh, we're gonna Dan. I guess it's about time, huh? Yeah, it's about time. So, but. Uh, before we like leave, I do want to um, point out there's a website called Family Tree Now. I don't know if you guys know about it, but you should go check and see if your name is on there because it has your current address usually. Really? Should I, uh-huh. should I look for Angelese? <laughs> you can look for anybody you want. If you know their first name and last name and roughly the state they're in or, or the age, you could, you could probably find out anybody. What was oh, so- it called again? Family Tree Now. And you oh, can family. opt out. Family tree now. That's like a site to build up your family tree or whatever. <clears throat> wow, family tree now, and then it has it has your address maybe. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. We're and gonna... possibly your cell phone number too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so Gordon, someone might find out where you live. So um, you're screwed. You're 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 gonna be. Uh... Oh, it's all good. I I don't live in the address that they probably have. <laughs> they'll just find they'll just find my parents, not me. Okay. Okay. Uh, your your parents are probably cool then. They're they're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So while we usually wrap it up, Gordon, do you speak any languages at all? 
I speak English, and that's it. You speak any? Okay, so what we'll do <laughs> is generally do like a language corner where we share a phrase from. Cause I, my 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 parents are from Taiwan. Um, Dan speaks Japanese. Um, oh, I okay. I have a white word. Oh yeah, yeah. Can like you a, share like a, a white southern kind of like weird Midwestern thing? I oh, got a bunch be... of those because my my mom's from the mid Midwest. Great, great. What's uh What's a phrase from the Midwest that most people don't really know about or should know about? Uh, I mean, I, I hope you guys don't know this, or else this is going to be boring. But um, <laughs> I, I like this is the one I used tonight. It's the first one that came to mind. Um, it's when you want to go, you want to leave. You're like, okay, we should all skedaddle. Skedaddle. Oh I, yes, I think I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, skedaddle. Okay. Yep. Yeah. okay. How do you spell well, that? S K. I'll, I'll come up. I have no idea. You know what? It's I think there is no actual spelling. I think it's just a you know a phrase. <laughs> Skedaddle. Uh, we should get you know. Yeah, I th- okay, guys. I think we should you know skedaddle. Ah, uh, yeah, right. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. Um, Dan, Dan, your turn. Dan, you have one, or I got one. If you need to think about yours first. <laughs> well, in Japanese, they have a lot of um, onomatopoeias. So one of the things that uh, when they see when you see someone, um, and you're like, oh man, I I have like lots of passion or feeling for that person. They say doki doki. It's the sound of a uh, the heart beating. It's like doki doki. Doki doki. Okay. Yeah. Wait. So that's mine. <clears throat> so okay. When when would you use that doki doki? <clears throat> when you <clears throat> usually um I think it's more girls say it than guys. When girls like see the guy that they're really interested in, they'll say doki doki or doki doki uh, sudo. So my heart. They beating. say it just like openly or like to their friends. Like oh look doki doki or <clears throat> oh. Uh, they said to the friends, Doki Doki okay. City, or like when I see that person, my heart beats. Ah, oh, that's sweet. Oh, but guys can say, but it's more of like kind of like a cutesy <clears throat> way, like girls would say that, right? More kawaii. Yeah, more kawaii. <laughs> yeah. More girl, more like a girl thing. A girl told me that one, so. Oh, nice. It's okay. a oh. Japanese slang. I'm going to use that to hit on Japanese girls then. Yeah. Oh, you make me Doki Doki, or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anatawa. Um, so okay, here's my okay. My is a it's a tongue It's a Chinese idiom. I'm gonna I'm gonna use man. I'm gonna speak Mandarin in this one. It's a. Let's see. Yans. Okay, it's gonna be. Sayong sima, yan yan zhi fei fu. Sayong sima yan zhi fei fu. Um. So the first part, the first section. Sayong sima. Basically means a guy's name, Sayong. Si means lose, ma. So generally the first section most people know, Sayong si ma. That's a, that's a Chinese idiom. Basically, Sayong loses a horse. And then the second part, most, you know, not as many people know, but it means, uh, yan zhi fei fu. Basically means, um, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. So Sayong loses a horse necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. So I'm not going to say the whole story because we don't have time for it. But basically, um, just very quickly, Sayong loses a horse, right? This is in ancient China. And all the neighbors are like, oh, dude, Sayong, I'm so sorry you lost a horse. He's like, well, you know what? Mm. I lose a horse. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, right? Uh, so then the guess what? The horse comes back, has brings this fucking beautiful horse with it, right? A wild horse. And the neighbors are like, oh, dude, you got two horses now. He's like, well, we'll see if this is a good thing or not. So the son, his son gets on this horse. It's like, fuck, this is an awesome-ass horse. But it's a wild horse, right? And this horse kicks him off, and his son breaks his leg. 
And then, and then the neighbor's like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry that wild horse broke his leg. He's like, well, t- only time will tell if that's necessarily a bad thing. Guess what? This country, China's crazy, right? During this time, this neighboring country in China territory invades their province, right? And they go to war and all the able-bodied men have to go to war. Guess what? Son's got a broken leg, can't go to war. Nine out of 10 people died in that war that went to war. And his son and the dad, they're cool. Cause he's got a broken leg, so, so Sion Suma, um, uh, for the I have so many dir- different interpretations of this for over the years, but just recently with that story about that girl, right? Um, the my thinking is like, oh, if I wasn't there at the right time, that girl could have got raped, right? Maybe mm-hmm. worst case scenario. I mean, I I I don't think so, but possibly it's a higher possibility than normal. So the way I'm th- kind of thinking of it is that there's all these certain set of the time is crazy, right? If if I didn't have Lunar New Year dinner with my 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 extended family, I wouldn't have been able to save her. Or if I had a girlfriend at the time, because I've been looking for a girlfriend, I probably wouldn't have gone to that bar looking for some ladies. Anyways, all these things that I felt were like like your bad. dick led you to save a life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so all these things I thought were bad things, like not being in a relationship, not getting sex, whatever, actually helped me save that girl for that instance right so that's kind of cool now who's to say maybe i save that girl and then something bad happens to me maybe but i think if anything my takeaway from that phrase is that look for the silver lining right whatever happens try to figure out how can you manip you know how can you shape that into something positive or shape into something that can inform your life and move you you know towards progress right yeah Quick interjection, I just found almost my entire family tree. Minus my name, so that's good. Minus your name, wow. <clears throat> Damn, okay, I'm going to look you up too. <laughs> no, I'm going to look myself. I, does it, I, I don't think this works for Asian people, Dan. Does it work does. For, it does? Oh. Yeah. Your family tree now? What? Yep. Damn, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, okay, well, we have to sign off, but... Um, Gordon, I, I want to welcome you back. We got to talk about you and your, your Asian girlfriend because this is, this is a very important topic we need to talk about. We need to, Dan, don't you think so? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's something mm-hmm. we've, we've, we've touched on, but it'd be great to hear your, the inside perspective, right? Because I'm never going to be a white man with an Asian girlfriend. I'm always going <laughs> to be the Asian guy with whatever girlfriend I have. So it'd be good to get that subjective uh, expertise. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Sure. All right. So, um, so what we do is we'll just sign off. So this is James, aka Young, signing off. This is Dan, aka Yin, signing off. This is Gordon, aka Double G, signing off. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Gordon. G squared. G squared. All right. All right. Thanks for joining us, man. All right. See you. I'll see you guys next time. See you next yep. time. Bye. Bye. Relationships getting you down. Yin and Young. Racism's making you drown Yin and Yang Feeling shamed and alone But right now you got a home It's alright It's alright With Yin and Yang With Yin and